Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football then and now, a fun look at football nostalgia and the modern game intertwined. Join us. A warm, warm welcome. This is episode three of Football Then and Now, a podcast where we're looking at modern football, but we're also looking at nostalgia and not just about football teams and stuff like that. We've got some big content coming up. And my co-host and cousin is here with me today. It is Chris Hume. And we're going to be talking about the title race, which is just set to be the best title race in years in the Premier League, isn't it? Yeah. Can you tell me the last time we've had we had three teams vying for that first spot because I can't remember for a very long time you know you know back in the day it was just Man United wasn't it really through the 90s mm-hmm. then we had a bit of Arsenal a bit of Chelsea but there was never really three teams vying for that top spot usually one drops away don't they by you know just mm-hmm. before just after Christmas and then it's just a two and uh yeah this is really interesting you know because a lot of the, you know, the, the three teams we're going to talk about, obviously, whoever everyone knows who are, you know, in the first three places, they keep swapping around, and you know they've had injuries. All three teams have, haven't they? But they keep pushing. You know, they they're not dropping back like you would expect them to. Um, I'd say first off, Liverpool with the amount of injuries they have have had, you know, recently, and they haven't dropped back. So, you know, it's a, it's a good end to the climax of the Premier League, and we don't have to focus at the bottom of the league, you know like we'd normally do being Evertonians. In all honesty, Chris, I think City should be walking it with that squad. I've got to be honest with you. When you look at it, again, it doesn't always go like that, does it? Look at Leicester, when Tottenham had the better squad, didn't they, essentially? But if you can get playing, it can be done. I know Leicester were a bit of an anomaly because it was never done. You couldn't even say, like, when Blackburn won it, Blackburn threw money at it, didn't they, to get it? You know, they did, they did. But obviously now, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking City... 
you would just think City would be by far and away the best, even when they've got injuries. He can mm. call on people. There's people there, isn't there? There's the players. They've got so much depth. He's even used academy players as well, you know, in, in defence to Pep. But I just I just think um, it's testament to Liverpool being top at the moment and Arsenal. I felt Arsenal were dropping off a little bit a couple of months ago. I really thought that was going to be the decline. Um, they've been so solid at the back. They've got 10 clean sheets at present. The goals are back in the midfield as well. I mean, they had over 60 goals in midfield last year in the league um, without a recognised striker as well. Do you mean Havertz has been playing up front? Um, Jesus is out a lot. I don't think he's prolific, but testament to Mikel Arteta as well. Well, we, you know, obviously we'll start with Arsenal, you know, as you just left it there. You know, I do agree. They do need a striker. They do need, uh, you know, obviously an Erling Haaland's a, a special talent. So finding someone even at his price, because, you know, Man City got him for relatively cheap, you know, as a price. Obviously, there's other stuff behind in the background, wasn't it? Obviously, they would have had to pay for with Arling. But, you know, if they can find someone similar to that, you know, if, say, if they don't, you know, win the league this year and find someone who can bang in 20, 30 goals a season for them, they, they'll be, you know, stronger chance. I do agree with Gabriel Jesus, you know, he was never prolific at City, but what he does is he sets the play up, doesn't he? And he, he puts things together. You know, I mean, as well as that, though, you, as you say, you, they've got Havertz who can do the same. And I think, you know, their best player, I think, in, in the squad is Martin Odegaard. I think Odegaard um, has just come on so much, you know, leap and bound since Arteta took the job. And he's nurtured him, hasn't he? You know, Arteta being a, a midfielder himself back in the day, and as we would know as Evertonians, but he's, he's got so much more out of him. And I think he works well when he's got a good, like a DM at a Tom's party, sort of, or now Declan Rice behind him, so he can move forward and, and you know, and break, you know, break down defences. Um, then you've obviously got Eddie Nketiah, who's, you know, obviously try come in every now and again for Arsenal. Um yeah, he's a decent talent. I think he'd do well probably in the lower half of the Premier League for the clubs. Um, we probably would do him because we need a striker that can score goals. But um, they, they're they a solid team. Gabriel at the back. Um, obviously, we were interested in me that year he went to Arsenal. But fantastic, left-sided. You know, and you just got to look all around what Arteta's built with Arsenal. It's, it's more youth now, isn't it? It's going back to when Wenger... You know, obviously, he's not going to have the Patrick Vieira's, the Thierry Henry's, you know, Burkamp's and, and stuff like that. But he, he started bringing the youth through, didn't he, and buying younger players. And you can see that Arteta now, is, you know, he's got what he wants other than a striker. But he's got a solid base, hasn't he? You know, if you look for defence and field, and then just that thing that eludes them, obviously, going in the summer, that would be hopefully what they look for. But as you said, they're really good. Very good, very good. I think, you know, the one player, you know it's in his, I was going to say in his arsenal, you know it's in his locker, uh, pace and finishing. I would put Bakaya Saka as the most informed player in the league at the moment. Okay. He's been absolutely on fire. And that's going up against the likes of Haaland, uh, Phil Foden, Salah. I, I would put Saka at the tippy top in terms of what he's been doing week in, week out. In more recent games, you know, he has been absolutely fantastic. You know, you could watch tape on him as the opposition and, and the team still can't suss it when he cuts in on that right side. 
He's been absolutely brilliant, Chris. And uh, yeah, just it's been it's been amazing. I really thought they'd formed by the wayside Arsenal a couple of months ago, maybe just before Christmas. Right. Um, it's been brilliant. It's been absolutely brilliant. Um, what do you make of Liverpool? Also, do you think he rested Salah in the cup final, knowing he needed him for Europa League and the league last weekend? Because I, I think that was done purposely. I think he, he he knew those young lads could do it in the cup final last week for him. Um, it's it's a hard one as well because you know I mean Salah's played a lot of football, hasn't he? You you got to look at you know a lot of football before the Af- Afcon, and then he went to the Afcon, didn't he? And then it's thrusted straight back into the Premier League. I think you know I mean the cup game. I I don't think Klopp was worried, and you you alluded to the the youth that Klopp does play in cup games. Obviously, he didn't have much of an option. You know, his first team is in the cup final, did he against Chelsea? Because a lot of them are out injured. But um, you you got to tip your hat to what Klopp's done, not just with the first team, but for the the, the, the players that are coming up in Liverpool and how you know they look good and ready. You know, maybe not just for the Premier League, but I mean, like you know, if they were going to the Championship or what have you, but they look good and ready. Some youth players you can see that come up and and they they, they, they play them, don't they? And they're not <coughs> not ready yet. But every play I saw that uh, Liverpool, sorry, play that you know put on against Chelsea last Sunday, they all look good, Stuart. And I'm you know I mean it pains me to say it as probably much as you do being an Evertonian, but they've got everything sorted from back to front. Um, but yeah, going for going back to your question. Um, Salah's important, isn't he? And I think maybe giving him a couple of games off would probably suit them with the, the amount of games now they're going to have to go into if you say Europa League and the Premier League. I think what will be 13 games left of the Premier League and then you've got maybe four more games in the Europa League, maybe a bit more. Mm. Yeah, they need to rest him. And if they want to go for the title, they want, you want your best players. Obviously, I know a lot of them are out, but Salah's so influential, like Saka is to Arsenal. So, yeah, I think it was probably the best option. I think now, obviously, going into City a little bit, because we've spoken about Liverpool and Arsenal and a bit of depth there. I think with, with City, I think they've, they, should be, they should be walking it, in my opinion. I've got to be honest. Now, I got told by our friend Dan, well, we've had injuries. I, I beg to differ. He said the squad, we've got one of the smallest squads as well. Um, he knows his club. I'm not knocking yeah. him. I beg to differ. And also, he's brought people through, like Oscar Bob. He, he's he been bringing academy players for as much as they've thrown a lot of money at it. But in my yeah. opinion, Chris, City should be flying up there and should have a cushion. They haven't, which makes it more exciting for us as neutrals, you know. Mm. But how do you feel with City? Do you, do you think along the same lines as me where they should be flying or do you just think it's testament to how well Liverpool and Arsenal have done this year? I think it's a testament which with Arsenal and Liverpool that they've they've pushed City. And I think, you know, I mean they're usually used to Liverpool pushing them on. They're not used to two other teams going for it. And don't forget, you know, all three teams have slipped up this season more so than normally. So they've let each other back in, haven't they? Every every other month or so, should we say, and they've let themselves, you know, get back in back into the right title race after losing when you think they might slip out. When it comes to Man City, you know, and good old Dan saying about they've had injuries, I'd like to question that into a point where do you want to look at 
like say Liverpool, who've had majority of their first team out injured and haven't got the same bench as Man City, you can recall on you know, a Doku if Grealish is injured, you know, you've got all those different players that they can bring through. And as you say about the youth, the youth, Oscar Bob, you know, I mean, they've got a hell of a good youth system at Man City themselves. You know, they look at Doyle at Leicester, another good one that they've got coming mm-hmm. through that I'd imagine would be Premiership ready by next season. I, I think they should be walking it in, in some way, in, in not as much as I think that they've been pushed well-deservedly by Arsenal and Liverpool. But you look at their squad. If Haaland's injured, you've got Alvarez, you know, you've got all these tangibles. They've got so many good players. Once one player's gone, they can fit that in there. You know, De Bruyne is injured, Foden goes straight in there. Mm-hmm. Rodri's the one I think is the most difficult it's, one in that, in that, in that team that you have to... By far and away, the most integral player in that team. Take yeah. KDB out of it for a minute. He is unreal. Got to see him in, in person last season. Him and Gundogan ran the middle against us. We were, we were awful. But testament to those guys, because you're looking, you're waiting for Haaland when you go and watch City. And, yeah. and it was Rodri and Gundogan that ran the game in the middle, mate. They were absolutely brilliant. Gundogan with the finishes. Never understood why he was allowed to go, personally. He was probably their best player with Rodri last year. One of them. Separate thing for a separate day, though, Chris. But, yeah, going back to Rodri, what is it about Rodri for you that, that, you, that you love about him? The mind, Stuart. You know, the amount of times, obviously, I've watched City and he can control the, the, the centre of the park so easily. But it, it, it's the IQ of breaking up play. You know, when he could be under pressure, but knowing, like, where the ball's going to go from his foot to the other player, it, it, it's just so makes it look so easy in that role. You know, we've, we've got, we see a lot of defensive midfielders come and go in, in this league but I think he's probably one of the best I've seen to ever come to the Premier League. Like his, his football mm. IQ is just absolutely fantastic. Mm. You know what I mean? He, when do you see players go past him? Hardly ever. Okay, he's not a, got pace and stuff like that, but it's the IQ. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows when to go, you know what I mean? To, to intercept the football or to tackle someone. Mm. He just knows. Like I say, his passing... His ray of passing is fantastic, and to boot Stuart, he can put a screamer in one, you know, every now well, and again. Like. Typified, typified against Inter in the final, yeah, this past May, where it was looking like it was going to, you know, it could have potentially gone to penalties that game, and he managed to yeah. find one, an absolute thunderbolt late on, wasn't it? Um, and do you know what, mate? Like you say, the way it's changed that role, CDM. You look back at CDMs; they were a lot smaller in stature years ago, weren't they? Claude Makélélé, probably one of the best. Yeah, great Jeremy. Jeremy and stuff it like was that. smaller I, I, guys. He's so big and strong that, like you say, and the IQ, and it didn't. He doesn't necessarily need pace, does he? Because he's one no, step you ahead. Know, you don't like you know when you go back and look at you know Spanish um, international teams. They didn't you know? I know they had Savi and the and and Iniesta, and they were small CDMs, but they could also play attacking midfield, couldn't they? But they weren't blessed with pace, but they could. They knew how to use a football. You know, and I find it like proud, you know, that they they thought that Paul Scholes was like someone they looked up to. But I always thought English side of football always made the best CDMs. Just, you know, there was no nonsense, was there? It was hard tackling. You know what I mean? You'd make sure when you get that ball, the people were like, right, I don't want to run at him with the ball now. Yeah. And I always thought that that was what was 
pure rap the the English game is that they had this rough and ready CDMs. But then you look at Rodri, and I feel like you can see like both elements of the the sort of the flary Spanish sort of side of him, mm-hmm. but the the British powerhouse take non take no 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 nonsense you know mean mm-hmm. obviously he's not flying into tackles we're not talking about you know back in nineties Premier League no, but no, no, no. of course not but you can see that the, the mixture of the styles he's like all in one and I, and I think that's another rarity and and hats off to Pep finding him in the, in the Spanish league how Real Madrid and Barcelona didn't mm-hmm. even look at him before he left you thought they You'd thought they'd come a calling first, wouldn't you, mate? Now, just to move us along, just to close it, rather than us going through 12, 13 games that they've got, I'm going to put up the next five games and I'm going to do it in order of where they are on the table. So we'll look at Liverpool first and we'll look at their next five. And I think this is correct, this graphic. Yes, it is. So they've got Forest away. It can be a a tricky place to go. Then Mm. Then it's the big one on the 10th. They've got City... Brighton at home, you'd expect them to, they'll win it, won't they? They'll win it at home, especially if he's got the players back. Uh, Liverpool, Sheffield United, that, that's that's only going one way. United away. So I've got three, three out of the five that I'm certain they'll take nine from. It's just what will they take against City and United? What do you think? Well, you, you go back now. Like Liverpool have always beaten City at Anfield, minus that one season where they had a really, really Dreadful run at Anfield. God bless them. We even got a win there as well. You know, it took us how many years? But besides that, because, you know, that was just a one-off. It was COVID, wasn't it? I think it was just a bit weird for everybody back then. They always still beat Man City at Anfield. It's always a, a tight game, but they always come out on top. And I'd probably stick to say that the Liverpool will beat City on the 10th. Okay. Hey, we might have to put a bet on on that, mate. Okay. Um, I, re- I agree with you with the other... Other fixtures, of uh, the Man United Liverpool one. I think they'll beat Man United as well because Man United a very hit and miss. Mm. And if, if Liverpool have got their players back, which I'm hope, hopefully they are, I've got like you know everyone back or yeah. the majority of them back by then, they're yeah. going to become a force, aren't they? How many how many points just before I move on to City? You give me a points total. You think they'll take from them five? Just quickly. I think they might. You mean they could slip up at Forest, but they're known for last-minute goals, or you know, good old VAR helping them out. Haven't they? <laughs> so, oh. I'm going for I'm going for a clean sweep for Liverpool there. Which it, it's not just about winning the home games now, getting the title. You've got to go away and do it, haven't you? Yeah, they're doing it last minute, aren't they? Don't years they? Ago, years ago, if you were winning at home, you could pick draws up away. Yeah. It's just because it's so tight up there, you're going to have to win away. It, it, you have to get results away now. Um, moving on, I'll just go over to City, just because obviously time constraints on this. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's Arsenal-Villa. Then it's Wolves-Arsenal. Then it's Spurs-Arsenal. Arsenal-Bournemouth. United-Arsenal. And Arsenal-Everton. Which I think, I, put, I think that's wrong, actually. That's the last day of the season, yeah, I think. Yeah, right. Wait a minute. Here we go. Sorry, Chris. Here we go. So, yeah. <laughs> Right, correction, Sheffield United, Arsenal, Arsenal, Brentford, City, Arsenal, Arsenal, Luton, Brighton, Arsenal. If I'm looking at at that, I'm saying Arsenal can win four out of the five there and maybe get something at City. They've got an easier run in Liverpool and I give Liverpool a clean sweep there. 
Um, the thing is, is like obviously Sheffield United. Well, unfortunately for them, they're, they're finished. They're done. Um, Brentford aren't having a very good season. They're struggling, aren't they? Weird. It, it, I, I did not expect them to be down there. You know, I know when Bueno's out, Tony they knew about. Um, Neil Mopey's actually scored goals there. I can't believe it. No, forget that, him. That's a story for another day, in it, you know. But yeah. they shouldn't be where they are. But yeah, you'd expect them. They, 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 if they're at home to them, they're going to win, aren't they? I say the two games out there that sort of makes me wonder about Arsenal is the City and the Brighton one because yeah. Brighton had a really good. Um, every time they played Arsenal at their place, they've, they've hammered them, haven't they? Well, not hammered them, but they've got the better of them. And it seems to me like a Brighton are like Arsenal's bogey team mm. in the last couple of years, anyway. But then again, Brighton are one of them where you don't know which which um, team's showing up. One week they can be fantastic under him, and he's he's a fantastic manager. Don't yeah. agree with the links to Liverpool. He's not ready for that. No fucking chance. But yeah, I think, I'm and I'm not knocking him. He just needs he needs longer. He needs longer at Brighton. Yeah. Look what happened with Potter. Don't necessarily work, does it? But yeah, I'm really coming away. I, I apologise. I'm coming away. It, the Brighton one is a sticky one, isn't it? Mm. For Arsenal, I think they get free. They'll get not hard, but they'll definitely get free wins. Right. They'll definitely beat Sheffield United. They'll definitely beat Brentford. They'll definitely beat Luton. Mm. If it was away against Luton, I'd be a bit more trickier. Absolutely. But, you know, what I mean, Luton um, away isn't very. They're not very good anyway. Other than beating us twice. Um, the City one's going to be the pivotal one. Like, I think Liverpool and City and then Man City and mm-hmm. Arsenal, that's going to be the two pivotal games here because we're going to see who can run away with it a bit more and get a bit of space between each other. But I think I think Arsenal probably lose City in that one. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't think Arsenal go to Man City and play as well. So you got- at the Emirates. At the Emirates, they're really good against City. Mm-hmm. But I think when City play at home, they're a different animal. So you've got Liverpool up to now in the next five that they're in a, they've got a better run of games. Yeah. I, I think Liverpool have Liverpool don't. You know what I mean? Where Arsenal could drop a point here. Where Liverpool are banging them in last minute, aren't they? You know what I mean? I think everyone's no matter how many injuries they got, everyone's on the same hymn sheet, aren't they? With Liverpool, I'm not mm-hmm. saying they aren't with Arsenal, but you know I don't think Arsenal have had that sort of back and forth with City like Liverpool have. Liverpool obviously already know how mm. to go at City, don't, don't they? You yeah. I mean, they've had that rivalry for the last couple of years against City. If we have a look at... If we have a look at City... If I've got the correct one, it's put all these in the wrong order on it when I've loaded them in. Da, 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 da. And it's not there. And I thought it was. There you go. You got there, there. We go. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. So Man City United this Sunday. It's it, that's that's a given for me because I just can't see United had hit a bit of form and then they crashed against Fulham. So I've got 
I've got three points there for City. What do you think? Do you know what? They're, they're, the beginning of March is really tough for Man City there, isn't it? You know, the, the Manchester derby, the, you know, Liverpool, then Arsenal. Villa, you know what I mean? Uh, having an excellent season on, on, on their day, mate. They, they can do, they can do it. You know what Unai Emery's managed to do, and he yeah. hasn't he hasn't spent a fortune, has he? He's just like he he, he strengthened all areas. I find um, it's I I'm with you, mate. It's on paper those five it, Palace. You I think Palace. Yeah, them them four. That is the hardest four, isn't it? Out of everyone's runnings. Let's just say now, and um, we'll hypothetically say this now. Um, if City go on a run, one slip up against Liverpool, I think if if they only lose to Liverpool in this whole um, fixture month for you now in March, and they go on a run, I worry for Liverpool and Arsenal then because you know exactly what City can do when they go on a run. Absolutely, if he gets them firing on all cylinders, we know they're like a juggernaut, aren't they? Like a freight train, they they will not. Look back. I think with City, you can always get a goal though if your tactics are correct. The mm. way they play, um, teams look at Wolves and teams where they've lost points. You know there is games there you can get if you've got enough. You know if you've got someone who's ruthless enough in front of goal, they're susceptible at the back the way they play. But we've known that for years, haven't we? Yeah, well, yeah. There's only certain teams that can do that to them. And Liverpool are definitely one of them that can really, you know, I mean, seem to. It's, it goes both ways, doesn't it, with City and Liverpool? They have, one of them gets the better of each other and vice versa. Mm. But Liverpool seem to me like they are the team that know what to do with this with that style. You know, obviously they've got the pace, mm. haven't they, as well, that you know, City can struggle against going backwards. But I think I don't I, I don't know, you see, it's very difficult. You've all got quite tough ones. But I I'd say, you know, I mean the way Liverpool and we know what Liverpool can do, and and this is not me being, you know, a, a bit of blue, but um, you know that they, they get these last minute goals, and you know that they keep going and pushing and pushing. Not saying Arsenal or City don't do that, but there's something about Liverpool that they always seem to pull yeah. it out the bag. Yeah, I, I I think you've been quite balanced. To be fair to you, I've got to be fair to you, mate. I think you've had, you know, quite neutral about it all. Well, I, I gotta be. I can't keep. I can't put the Everton hat on because otherwise, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, if we're I sitting know, in, in we, yeah. we just obliterate Liverpool this immediately. Is it. This is it. If I had to press you now, I okay. I am going for Liverpool by May nineteenth, which is the last game of the season. I for some reason I just feel Liverpool are going to do it. I really do. I really do. I just think they're gonna they're gonna find it and they're gonna do it because I think right. City City can lose games. It's been, it, it, it's happened quite you know more frequently than it normally does. I think that in the last two seasons more so yeah, and I think Arsenal acceptable as well to losing games where yeah Liverpool are as well. I'm not saying they're invincible, but they seem to sort of like be you know one 0 down like they were looting for ages and all of a sudden boom pull it back and then score again. And you know, and you got to give props to Klopp. And I know it's his last season, and I think you know, hmm. him winning the cup on the weekend, and him winning the, if he, what they were to win the Premier League, that'd be a great bow out for Klopp. Mm-hmm. It'd be amazing for Liverpool fans, you know, um, not so much for us, but um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably say not Arsenal this season, 
I think what, now, what what makes you think that is that not having a recognised striker? striker situation comes into play. See, Do you know what? If you're playing like, you know, say how we set up and we sit really tight, don't we, at the back? You know, and sometimes teams can really frustrate the you know the top four teams when they can't break you down. I mean, you got Erden Holland then out of the blue just gets out gets in the way and scores a goal. Do you, do you know what I mean? And I, I like Gabriel and I, and I, like I say, Odegaard, Saka. But if you start man to man marking and really sitting on them, who obviously Martinelli as well. Sorry, Martinelli, but, Martinelli being back as well because he was yeah, out. I, I like him as well. It's been noticeable. It's been noticeable in terms of attack, especially on that left side. Yeah. Um, it's so noticeable. I don't think he's. He, He's scoring as much as he did last season, whether that's mm. coming back off the injury, but he's he's prevalent in games, isn't he? He's a nightmare to defend against. But I don't think they I just don't, they don't have that vocal point. You know what? You look at Haaland, but you look at Liverpool and they've got Salah, who just you know what I mean I know what you say about Saka, but Salah's just something else. But then you've got Nunes who's a pain in the arse. Jota, who you know, I mean for a small guy pops up. Quite a fair bit, you know. It reminds me a lot of Tim Cale with his amount of headers. You know, he gets in. They've got a, such a, a mixture of mm-hmm. front where there is a vocal point. Absolutely, Arsenal don't have that vocal point just yet. So I think you know, I think you know, a third place. You know, I mean, it might sound crap to the to Arsenal fans at the moment, but I think that would be great because mm-hmm. going forward, by a striker, and I think you know, keep hold of the best players. They'll be fine next season. I think they will push even harder so in the last two. Mm-hmm. Um, I do definitely think it's going down to Liverpool and Man City. Who, before we before we finish this, who? I'm, I'm, I want an answer. I'm pressing you. You never answered this when I was on Big Fight Weekly. I know, but it's different with the football. I um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to still go City. Okay, um, I, that's I, you know, it's good that we've gone for different ones. It's good. I just think I think they're going to go on a run. Mm-hmm. Minus what happens at Anfield, but they're going to go on a run. And it, you know what I mean, when yeah. they're going on a run, they don't stop, Stuart. They don't get beaten. They don't drop points. Liverpool might possibly in that time, especially like, Jota's out for a while as well. Yeah, and he's been yeah. brilliant. But he again injury prone, injury prone. Chris, I just want to say before we close out episode three, thank yeah. you to Apple Podcasts Football Chart in Australia. We peaked at 64 after four or five days as a show. Bearing in mind, there's Aussie Rules Football and NFL podcasts in that chart. It's not just soccer football. So we related with that. And then this yeah. week, Apple Podcasts Football Great Britain, we were 100 and I'm trying to think, 140 if it was it, 130 or something like that in the top 250. So well done, mate. Well done. We were made on up to with you that. as well. On to you. You know, what I mean, we said at the beginning, didn't we, when we started this? You know, for an interest, and we see if we can break into, you know, the UK one for us because you know it's so football orientated, and there's so many podcasts out there. You know, not just you know people do me and you, but there's actual you know football teams podcasts. Mm. So to even break into the UK, um, I was buzzing, and I'm sure you were as well. Um, and long live that because we're here to stay. So, you know, we're going to keep going at that chart. Fantastic. So, yeah, we look forward to the title race. We'll probably come back in about the title race when there's like five or six to go in April. I think yeah. we'll just come back and see what's going on with that. Um, episode four, we've had a lot of comments, which we're obviously going to do. Episode four, we're going to record it, um, is about players when you've been to watch your team and it's players from the opposition that have just blown you away. 
I've got a lot of um, comments that we've got to come into that, which I think will, will fuel it a bit more than me and you saying, oh, we like this one, that one. So, yeah, that'll be episode four. And just a big, big thank you to our listeners and our yeah, viewers. Man. And our viewers, we didn't expect to chart so early on. And uh, we'll see you for episode four very, very soon. Ciao. Football then and now, a fun look at football nostalgia and the modern game intertwined. Join us. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.